um, to ask God for his uh, help and his direction for us, um, to practice smart hygiene, to ask us to do that, um, not only here on Sundays, but all the time, because it's, but the tricky thing about the nature of this virus is that it can be, you can be, um, be exposed to it and go you know, like a week or so before you start to show symptoms. And so that's one of the troubling things about it is you don't even know you have it and you're going in, in, and possibly spreading it. So for us to be practice smart hygiene, um, also to emphasize the importance of respecting others. So respecting people's personal space, um, you know, it's an awkward thing. You know, it's, I can feel it already. You know, we have people, uh, people who come this morning and you want to like give them a hug or you want to shake their hand like, oh, I'm so happy to see you. And so uh, just to um, do our best and be okay with the fact like we can just say those words. You know, normally it used to be just like you, a, a big smile and a hearty handshake meant like, man, I'm glad you're here. But now maybe we just use our words and say, you know, it's really good to see you. I'm glad you're here. I'm not going to shake your hand, but I'm glad you're here. Um, and then there's lastly too, if we're sick, uh, to stay home. Um, I was thinking some about it today. So there's, there's just some of, this, um, some of these things. Does anybody have any questions about our church and how we're going to be handling this? Yeah, Ron. <coughs> so it's a mix of things. So our SLT talked about it on Monday, um, talked about some of these things. Um, part of it, um, and actually at the bottom of this page on the back, um, Pastor Jeff from the Nelson Church, he's done a lot of uh, uh, study and research in this, um, reading articles from other pastors and other denominational resources. I've been doing some of the same from our Evangelical Covenant, from the denomination, some of their work with Wheaton on humanitarian crisis intervention, I think it was, um, as well as um, other articles from other pastors. Um, part of it's coming from uh, just our discussion as SLT. So quite a few different places to come. So this sheet was actually mostly made up for, or made up with, by uh, Jeff and their SLT at Nelson. And I just made some changes to it. For example, they said, you know, when you go upstairs to get your kids, um, which for us, we don't have an upstairs for our Sunday school. So uh, just some of those things. Does that answer your question? Okay. Any other, other questions? Okay. Again, this is something I want to encourage us. If we have questions and maybe you feel uncomfortable asking them in front of everybody, you can call me, you can email me, you can, or if you would rather talk with somebody on the SLT, you can do that as well. Um, I think communication is going to be important. Like there's, to encourage you, there's no, there's no off-base questions. If you're concerned about something, you can say, I have a concern about this. Um, you may not do everything that you want. Um, we may not be able to totally um, accommodate everything, but I want to hear from you. Uh, I think conversation and communication is important, especially in a situation. Yeah, Ron. So Mike McGilvery, Dave Ringheim, Susan Bernhardt, John Ritchie is one of them, and uh, Kim Hedden, who is actually, she just returned from Australia uh, and is taking two weeks um, to quarantine herself. So. Um, yeah, that's our SLT. Oh, thanks, Dan. You're right. <laughs> Funny, right? How do you miss Dan? Yeah. Yep, and Dan. Dan Knight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. Right. I know I was thinking about that some already today. I mean, 
You know, just the idea of gathering together again in a large group, how good that will be without any sort of angst about, um, or how good it will be in a, in, in a while when we feel confident in shaking somebody's hand again or hugging a friend when we see them. Yeah, that's a good point. Any other questions? Yeah, Gina. I have, I have a comment to make. Yeah. Right. You know, I think actually I would rather, I appreciate that, Jean Anne. I think I would rather go with what um, the BC, um, what our health authorities say, well, because there's. Th- right, I know. I, I, maybe we'll, actually, if you'd send it to the SLT, I'd appreciate that, and we'll discern which, because there's lots of things on Facebook and the internet, especially that are some of the things I think, um, like washing it down with warm water, I think sounds like um, somebody's um, idea, but I, don't, I haven't heard any other health professional say that that actually helps. And actually, so I say if you have an idea of something you'd like to share, of information, that you bring it to the SLT, and just so we aren't disseminating misinformation. Yeah. Great. Lots of questions now. Okay, so I'm going to be careful. I wanted to just say one thing about this is that I, if this, I don't want this to become a, hey, I heard this and we should do this, okay? I, I think we're going to avoid that part of the conversation. If you'd like to keep talking about that, you can. But, um, but questions? So, are you, um, Lynn. So, I would say, so what I've, it was actually from an article. His name is um, Andy Crouch, who is a journalist and a writer for Christian Ministries. And this is partly his, some of his research that he's done, is that for small groups, I would say discern that together. So if you are a part of a group, um, uh, I'm thinking maybe especially of your group of elderly people, that maybe that group might be prudent to, to um, defer meeting for now. Um, if you are um, a part of a small group, it, that's a small group, and you can do... Um, take care to not touch or to spread germs as easily. Like, like our group, for example, we have lots of little kids um, that, um, that are less concerned about spreading viruses. And so uh, we need to talk about that as a group, what we might do. Um, and part of it is um, the, the idea is to slow the infection rate so that it doesn't overwhelm the medical services. And so that's why we're talking about trying to avoid uh, contact too much. So I would say if your small group can meet and you feel confident in that, to continue, to, but to be very careful with each other, to obviously practice hygiene, um, but also if you feel like your group, as you talk as a group and pray and you feel like you shouldn't meet, or if you have people who are especially vulnerable in your group, then uh, that's, that's fine too. 
I would say at this point to the discretion of the groups because it's well under the 250 person um, group um, requirement or, or suggestion that the, that the federal government has put out in terms of size of group to, to cancel. So if you're able to meet, if you feel comfortable in that, I'd say continue. But if you guys have any questions, then it'll be okay if you don't. Yep. Can you, it's Heather, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, and I've seen that as well. I've seen that as well. Um, so washing your hands frequently is good, and I see that's common uh, as good um, care for this. Judy, you had a question. Thanks, Heather. Yes, absolutely. And I think, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. That's something, actually there's already, I think it was Chris Huberts, just our neighbor over here, who's put up a Facebook page to do that for people. And I thought, man, <laughs> as we as a church, that I want to say, at least for anybody in our room and in our church family, if you feel concerned about going shopping or if you have legitimate health concerns, you think that this could be really dangerous for me, contact me and I will either go shopping for you myself or I'll find somebody in our church who can that we take care of each other with this. Yeah. Yep. So if, you, if there's things that you need help with, uh, this is a time when we rely on each other as a church. Yeah. Is there somebody else that had a... Okay. Great. Okay. Like I said, if we have more... Uh, questions, more concerns, you can raise them with me or members of the SLT, including Dan Knight. Um, um, I wanted to, to finish with the scripture. Um, to read Psalm 121. And I read often Psalm 121 when I'm visiting people in hospital. And read this a lot of times with people who are dying. Not that we're dying, but I appreciate the words and it speaks to um, God's care for us. So listen to Psalm 121. This is actually a psalm of ascent. It means that the people of God, the people of Israel, they would sing this song as they traveled to Jerusalem for a festival, whether it was the Passover or Feast of Weeks. Um, they would sing this song as they would make the climb up to the city. Psalm 121 says this, says, I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. These words speak truth to us. They remind us that every breath we have, the breath in our lungs, comes from God. That we belong to Him. That He is our hope. 
that he is the one that we can rely on and he is faithful and that we can keep encouraging each other with this good news. This is the God we serve. Let me pray for us. Father in heaven, I give you thanks for this church, for my brothers and sisters, for our church family. Lord God, I pray that you would continue to guide us. Lord, give us wisdom uh, to know how to respond to uh, different ideas and, and different fears that people have. I pray, Lord God, that you would use us to be a blessing here, especially now, as many of our friends and neighbors will be trying to navigate this without any sort of faith at all and may have big questions about you, God. I pray that you would use us to encourage them, to bless them, to teach them about you, Lord Jesus. I pray that you would use even this uh, difficult time, both in terms of the virus, but also in terms of uh, the reactions of our society around us, God, that you would use this time uh, to show people who you are and that you would use us, Lord God, to do that. I pray for my church family, Lord. I pray that you'd help us to care for each other and be gracious with one another. We pray for your guidance in this, Lord Jesus. Amen.